We live in a mostly negative world. We live in a world that doesn't want to talk about the bad and the ugly and expose that stuff. We live in a world that perpetuates disaster. Here it is, man. You want positivity, the real deal? Well, let me take you to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side of your authenticity, where I expose my bad and ugly so that you can learn something from my mistakes. Let's go. And I say, hey, hey, leave it like we're It's your boy Fred Blumenberg coming to you on my show, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity. Every single Wednesday, with the exception of my weeks that I take a break, um, and those are a few weeks throughout the year, I come to you with this episode, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity, because I'm telling you about the bad and the ugly. This is the bad and the ugly of my life. This is stuff that 99.9% of the entrepreneurs will not give you. They'll tell you stories and inspire you, and... They'll tell you things to motivate you. But who out there is giving you where they fucked up? Who out there is giving you ugly shit? Very few people. One of the people that I follow that'll give you some true shit right up front is Gary V. Gary V. Often t- uh, oftentimes talks about how he had a chance to buy Uber and how he had a chance to get into some other venture and he passed on it. He's not afraid to tell you that because that's true as shit. And it's the real deal. And I'm here to tell you about my bad and ugly so that you understand that when I'm here hooting and hollering and getting hard on you and cursing about how you need to be authentic, real, how you need to be gritty and, and be about the grind, it's because I've been there. I've been there, done that, and I'm going to give you all the fucked up shit. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I give you all the shit. I'm bearing my soul. So I'm going to give you everything, the bad and the ugly. Being authentic is about showing good, bad, and ugly online and in real life. And most people don't do that because most people want to show the facade and the championships. So the dark side of your authenticity. If this is the first time you ever came here, this is the opposite of the Monday episodes that I have, which are called the uh, Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. Every single Monday, um, I post a challenge. And the challenges are posted to my Facebook group. In fact, uh, I want you to click the link in the description of this episode because I posted a video yesterday about how I made a mistake repeatedly and you know that video is is for my people man it's it's where i get to be you know just i can give more insight and it's a different avenue of content that i normally don't post online so i want you to click the link in there and and be interactive with all of us authentic people now this episode is the opposite of this monday's episode and this monday's episode was all about winning The episode is titled, Let's See If You Have an Authentic, Gritty Mindset. And if you've known me long enough, man, you know I'm about the grit and the grind. I don't care for the shine. That doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means (laughs) I'm not about that. I'm about action. And... This episode is the opposite of that. So if you don't like to hear that or you don't want to be cursed at, I'm not for you. You might as well just stop the stop this episode right now and go find somebody else. I'm not going to tell you unicorns, rainbows, and candy and make special words for you to feel better. I'm going to give you the raw, uncut grit, the ugly. So if you need special words to make you feel better, find somebody else. I'm not your guy. But if you need somebody that's going to tell you real shit, you need somebody that's going to give you the hard shit. Nothing sugar-coated. Everything real. No bullshit. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. I'm a family man. I'm an entrepreneur dad. 
I uh, am a um, positive mindset coach. Don't let positive fool you. Because here's the deal. When I talk about being authentic, (laughs) authentic positive mindset, that means we're going to dive into the good, bad, and ugly. We ain't just going to say nice shit just to be nice. That's not how the real world is. So we're going to dive into this episode. I'm going to tell you how I was like the 98%. I was like the nine. That's right. There's a 2%. And the 2% have figured it out. They figured it out. My Monday episode was um, about this book that I'm reading right now that I'm almost finished with. It's called Winning by Tim Grover. Winning. That's it. Winning. And... I love Tim because Tim is like me. He's gritty. He's, he doesn't give a fuck. He's about the dark, the ugly, the nasty, the shit that people don't want to talk about. And so I did his 13. He made a list of 13 things that makes that winners, ultimate winners, not these guys that are good or, or the best at what they do, the greats. He's a guy who's trained Michael Jordan. He's a guy who's trained Kobe, Dwayne Wade, countless others people that he has trained in their sport. Also as business leaders, etc., etc., man. This guy is someone who takes from the greats and says, okay, here's what I've learned. And here's what I want you to use. Not only that, he he uses his own tactics. So it's it's not like he's telling you some shit he wouldn't use. He's not selling you some happiness shit. He's selling you, yo, you want to be great? This is what it takes to be great. Come to the dark side. So if you guys know me long enough, you know that I'm all about being, you know, I'm silly. I'm silly online. I'm very happy, outgoing dude. But I have a dark side to me when it comes to winning. When it comes to winning, I don't fuck around. We ain't fucking around. I'm not trying to be friends with anybody when it's time to win. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? We trying to fuck shit up. I'm like a shark. Um, if, if there's blood in the water, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to eat you up. And that's the kind of mentality that I have. It's not friendly to be a winner. It's about winning. Period. Everything that you do. And most people have devalued this idea of winning so much that people don't know how to speak about it correctly. They just talk about winning as if everybody deserves to have it. And that's not true. It's nice that everybody should want it. Not everybody wants to fucking win. You know what I mean? So we're going to get into it. And I'm going to tell you where I fucked up each and every step of the way. The 98% loser mindset. What do I mean by that? Most people are fucking losers, man. It's hardcore. I'm going to tell you that right now. And if you don't realize this in your own life, you might be one of them. Because here's the deal, man. When I say losers... I mean, these are people that don't have drive for anything. These are people that can't get out of their own way to save their own lives. These are people that are just going through the mundane activities and deals of life and just live life on autopilot. That was me. Today is Wednesday. I would have been one of them motherfuckers that, hump day, it's hump day. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck a hump day. A hump day? TGI Friday. So glad it's Friday. The only time I've ever said I'm glad it's Friday is when my kids are at home because I know my wife can watch the kids while I get more work done. That's it. It's not like I am magically looking for Friday. Give a fuck what day it is, man. It's a day. 
So a lot of this is going to sound harsh, but I got to give it to you harsh because I want you to understand where I was, man. I I was messed up. I was like the 98% of everybody else. One of my quotes that I used to use often was, um, you know, everybody's living check to check. So it's not accidental that I am too. I would like live that. Listen to what I'm saying. I would literally say, well, everybody else is fucking up. So don't look at me and, and point mine out too. What? I wasn't saying to myself, you know what? But if 75% of the population is living fucked up and I'm in that 75%, how do I get like the 25%? Because I don't like this situation. It wasn't until 2015 that I decided to change my whole deal. But you have to understand before that, yes, that's how I thought. I figured, okay, well, since everybody's fucking up, I'm not the only one, so I'm okay. That's honestly how I thought. That was, that was dangerous as fuck. Because if that was you and or if that still is you, you see what COVID did to a lot of those people. Stuck. And COVID literally sent people home and they came out of that still stuck. Like you realize, how do you get sent home with all the time in the world and you still stuck? I get it. I get it. I get it. Kids, bills don't stop. I get that. I really get it. But at that point, when do you say, yo, it's time to change because this shit is not fucking working. I'm so glad I changed when I did because to be honest with you, if I would have still had that loser mindset, oh, well, this is happening to everybody, I would have been checking the computer for a fucking stimulus check every fucking day. Not saying that that's bad if you do. I'm saying that if you're stuck and you're just looking for a handout and you're not trying to change your shit, your, your shit is broken. You're, you're going to repeat this process again. And that is where I remember being in 2015. I lost my job being in the parking lot saying, I can't do this shit again, man. I can't. I got kids. I can't keep fucking failing my wife and kids. I can't do this. I can't just work this job and work aimlessly. At at that time, I was 37. I can't just keep doing this shit for the next 30 some years and retire in the teaching. I can't. I can't. I have to fucking change now or I'm going to die. Like, I I can't do this. And you got to get to a point in your life where you just can't do that anymore. If you're just tired enough to be, I call it tired. It, that means you're, you know your situation sucks, but you're just going to, you know, ride it out. You're not trying to change. You ain't trying to make it better. You're going to ride it out in hopes that this nothing will happen. Think about that. Like, think about that for one second. You are willing to make a bet on the fact that things won't change in the next four, five, six, ten years your job, you know, this is how most people think. Let's let's put it out there. Most people think that I'm gonna make a bet that my job is is gonna be okay enough for me to be okay with my bills for the next five or six years and nothing will fucking happen or change. I'm just gonna pray that that's what's gonna happen and hope on that shit. And then when COVID comes along and destroys that whole fucking plan, most people whine and cry. Instead of saying, yo, I can't have that happen to me. That's some bullshit. COVID came out of nowhere. That's some bullshit. I can't have nothing fuck with my finances no more. Like, I can't put my life and my financial well-being in the hands of anything. I got to have more control over my shit, man. I can't allow that to happen. That should have, like, knocked people on their ass and made them stop and be like, okay, my shit was broken. It's time to change this shit because this ain't going down like this. But unfortunately, I'm going to tell you right now, knowing people, it didn't. 
with me and my broke mindset that I had in 2014 before I decided to change in 2015, it wouldn't have changed me. I would have been like everybody else, watching the news, complaining about Trump, hoping for Biden, praying that I get a, a check so that I can get on my feet, still using the same spending habits, still with the same mindset, still ready for another disaster to just knock me out of the sky and put me right back to where I was and not learning anything. And... I would have kept going, doing the same thing, repeating the same thing. I talked to a friend not too long ago, and they were telling me how they were, you know, they were doing okay, and they were making little progress in their life. Nothing extraordinary, y'all. Nothing. And I'm on the phone with this person, and I'm like, all right, I, I got to get off the phone, because this person is still stuck in the same spot they were f- fucking 15 years ago. Same spot. The only thing that changed was the fucking seasons and the years. But the funny part is they think they leveled up. And as I'm listening to this person, I'm like, man, this person, I've, I've run so many circles around this person. Not that I'm comparing. I don't ever compare any, myself to anybody. But in the conversation, I'm like, we don't have anything in common. We don't have anything in common and you still stuck in that one place. And had I stuck, stayed stuck around you, I'd have been in the same place. I'm trying to tell you. This is the reason why your friends are so important. Because this person, after I was done talking to him, understand something. It's not like I was like, yes, I'm so much better than that person. They ain't shit. They're lower than me. No, I was like, I'm glad I got away from that motherfucker. That's exactly what I thought. I'm glad I not. they're not a bad person. I'm just glad I don't hang out with them like that. And a lot of the people that you hang out with, they're not bad people. They're pretty cool. They're not going anywhere, though. And if you're in a boat, <laughs> let's just metaphorically say, if you're in a boat and nobody's paddling, you can have all the fun you want. But at some point, the, 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 the storm is going to come and knock your boat over. At some point, the, those calm seas are going to turn rough and throw you somewhere. Like You have to be in the boat on a destination somewhere. Like You're trying to get somewhere. And the people that are like, it's the journey. Fuck all that. I I get it. Yes, love the journey. I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm not trying to stay stuck in the water, just sitting here laughing and and being silly and shit. Going nowhere. Fucking water just taking me wherever it wants. And it's really just taking me in circles. I'm not taking no control. I'm just running in circles. So when I got off the phone with this person, um, I was like, "I'm, I'm so glad I'm not around that person. I'm so glad that I don't interact with that person. (laughs) <laughs> that person actually thinks they're going somewhere and they're, they're, they're in a boat that's literally, they're not doing anything in it. And they think because the, the water is moving them around that they're moving. When in actuality, they ain't going nowhere. You're stationary. You just moving up and down. You get what I mean? That's how most people live their life. And that's how I was living my life. Just stationary. Just because the water is making me feel like I'm moving. I think I'm moving. I ain't going nowhere. Meanwhile, the guy that's actually using his paddles and moving somewhere is actually making some progress getting somewhere. That's me. I don't even got a paddle. I got a fucking motor on my shit. So you have to realize this. 98% of the people are losing because of a few things, I'm going to go over the 13 that Tim Grover had in his book. And mind you, when he numbered these, he numbered them all number one. Because he basically said, look, if you put any of these in any order, you're going to think one trumps the other. And that's not, that's not how the greats think. They're all fucking equal. In fact, I wrote an article about being urgent for everything on LinkedIn yesterday. Like you got to up your thought process. And you know what? In 2014... I would have never, ever, ever in a million years ever thought I would have ever wrote an article on LinkedIn. Ever. 
I would have never thought to use LinkedIn other than to find a job and make my resume. And I would have jumped on thinking, everybody on here is just looking for jobs. I, dude, I would have been so green. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have posted an article on there, that I'd have over 700 articles that I've written on there. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have a podcast of over 1,800 episodes. I would have never in a million years thought I would be on every single social media platform out there. Never. In 2014, I didn't have that thought process. Ever. And you have to understand it takes you to do a complete 180 for you to understand that, yo, the possibilities are actually on the other side of your thought process. The, all the fear and the bullshit that has been programmed to you. If you just take a 180 and go in the other direction, you'll find yourself a lot faster. So when he said all these are number one, that clicked immediately. He said that in a different book called Relentless. I read that book as well. So I already have this mindset that everything is number one. Everything is urgent because if nothing is number one and nothing is urgent, you don't get shit done and you're just like the 98%. So let's get to it. Number one, he said that winning makes you different and different scares people. So true. It's so true. The next one, he said, winning wages war on the battlefield in your mind. Look, you know what's funny is I thought I had it and I didn't. My problem was I had pride and ego. I thought I fucking knew everything and I didn't know shit. And the minute somebody challenged me, I got defensive. Think about this. When you get defensive, you're defending your stance on something. So what do most people do, especially on Facebook? And they pull out, you know, Google links, copy paste. They pull out some bullshit on Wikipedia because they're defending the fact that they think they know everything. When in fact, they don't know shit. You're trying to prove that you know something to a nobody. That was my problem. Winning wages the war inside your mind. And if you can't win in your mind, you ain't gonna win in life. Winning is the, uh, the next one is, winning is the ultimate gamble on yourself. I never took a gamble on myself. You know what society calls that? Taking a risk. <laughs> they want you to go for a job and be secure. Meanwhile, that means you just giving up on yourself. I'm not saying that if you go after a job that you've given up. Let's be practical. You need a job. I'm saying that if you're not going after your dreams, you've given up. Yeah, hell yeah. If you're not going after your dreams, you've fucking given up. You have. I don't give a fuck how many kids you have, what has happened to you. Come hell or high water, I guarantee if you had to go out with your friends on Friday night, you find a fucking way. So if you can find a way to go out with your friends, why can't you find a way to get your dreams, to, to go after your dreams? Why? That was my problem. I could find a way to go out Friday night. I couldn't find a way to... Uh, you know, make my dreams come true. No excuses. The next one he said is winning isn't heartless, but you'll use your heart less. My problem was I was putting too much emphasis on how much I needed to love or like something as opposed to just going after what the fuck I wanted and not caring what others thought, what, you know, others might see being embarrassed, you know, all the pride and ego bullshit. I was too busy worrying about that and putting my heart into, well, what would people think and how do they feel? Just dumb, man. When you're a winner, you ain't thinking about that shit. You don't care. The next one he put is, winning belongs to them and it's your job to take it. Most people, this one resonated with me because my problem when it came to asking for a raise or when it came to getting a better job, I was always nervous. I didn't know how to approach my boss. And it was because I, you know, I was scared, number one. Number two, I didn't know how to sell myself. So I would always sell myself short. I would always sell myself to the lowest number. And then when they gave me the lowest number, then I'd be mad. Or worse yet, they gave me lower than the lowest number that I wanted. And 
I simply did not go and take what was mine. I simply didn't have the confidence to be like, you know what, fuck this. I don't need this. Let me go somewhere else and do something. That came about when I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force change and look for the job I want. As opposed to sitting back and hoping and praying that things go right. And then when the sky falls down, I'm going to go searching for jobs just like all the other motherfuckers. I went for jobs and I left old jobs and said, fuck y'all. And when I did that, I forced the change. Because when you force change, you get what you want. The next one he has is, is a good one. I love this. Winning wants all of you. There is no balance. <laughs> People that say, I need balance. I'm like, you are fucking stupid. Yeah, yes, 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 stupid. There is no balance. In your life, you are, you are highly focused on one or two things at the moment. You're not balancing shit out. If there was balance, you would give eight hours to every activity that you did because you work eight hours a day. There isn't 200 hours in a day. So you realize that work includes a lot of your fucking time. And then sleep includes the other third. Y'all need sleep so bad, right? Eight hours of sleep, right? Eight hours of work. That's 16 hours, man. Where's the fucking, where's the balance? (laughs) What fucking balance are you going to have? There's no balance. You realize real quick, and this was my problem, is that I realized real quick, going after my dream is going to involve a lot of me. In fact, all of me. There's no such thing as stepping back for balance. You're looking for harmony, meaning your work should be in harmony and in congruence with what you do in life. My coaching is in congruence to what I do in life. My ability to help people with their their sons, daughters, or just adults in their situation is congruent to what I already do. It's not anything that's outside of what I do or something completely different. You get what I'm saying? There is no balance. The next one he says, winning is selfish. Yeah, it is. (laughs) You know, my problem was I, I, I devalued winning by saying it was about the journey. Which was dumb as hell because I was losing financially. I was losing when it came to just having the best marriage that I possibly could, being unhappy. You know, it wasn't about the journey then. Nobody's happy losing. Nobody's happy when things aren't going their way. Nobody's happy when, you know, they can't go do what they want. Fuck a journey, man. I'm trying to get to a destination. You get what I'm saying? When you say it's about the journey, you've, you're, you're pretty much given up. And you pretty much said, okay, since I can't get there, I'm just going to enjoy this space. That's why people say, live life. Fuck a live life. How you going to live life broke? How you going to live life constantly losing, man? That doesn't mean I don't want you to get it twisted because there's always going to be somebody. That doesn't mean I say, don't enjoy the middle part. I'm saying, have a purpose, Your purpose is to get to the destination. If I said, yo, take a road trip out here to Idaho. Your purpose is not to be on the road for fucking the next three years. Your purpose is to enjoy the road trip. Yes, but you're moving. (laughs) You're moving to get here. You understand what I'm saying? You're not just on the road just to be on the motherfucking road. You get what I mean? Next one, he says, winning takes you through hell. And if you quit, that's where you'll stay. (laughs) <laughs> That's why most people can't stay. They, they, they can't stand what they're doing. They've quit. You realize that when you want to go for winning, man, I realized that I was going through hell after I lost my job in 2015 because I had just given up a job to go there. And then I was, you know, traveling three hours both ways 
total for the day. And then I lost a job. I said, yo, I can't stay here, man. I can't continue this. Can't continue with this bullshit. School district shit. I can't do this. I got to move on, bro. If I would have just got another job out of state in hell, that doesn't mean I didn't get a job. I got a job with the purpose to move forward to get to a specific destination is where I am right now. And if I would have just got a job and mortgaged off my future just to be quote unquote safe, I'd be right here in this whole COVID bullshit and I'd be in Illinois. Not saying Illinois is bad. I'm saying I wouldn't have moved. I would have been just like my friend I told you about, stuck in the same space, doing the same shit, talking the same madness. Just going up and down with the waves. The next one is uh, that he gives is winning is a test with no correct answers. This is great because school is the opposite of what life is, man. And I didn't really get this until I got this. And when I got it is when I had my moment when I lost my job in 2015 and I was in the parking lot. And I was asking myself basic questions like, are you a good dad? Nope. Are you a good husband? No. Are you, uh, you know, do you want to be a multimillionaire? Yes. Do you know how to get there? No. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Yes. Like I got real black and white. And. I want you to go to my website, therealfredlead.com forward slash about. I want you to read my the whole thing. I got it on my website, the whole thing of what I, I literally asked myself to get clarity. Because I realized in that moment of asking myself more questions and going after what I wanted, that school and life were different and I was expecting life and school to be the same and they weren't. Nobody tells you this. Life test you first and you're supposed to fail and your job is to not only fail but to make changes so that you can eventually succeed at what you want to do but most people quit and they stay on their own personal hell and they posture and and bullshit and try to discourage others and say oh well it's hard or you know fred got lucky or only good people do this shit the right people do the you know what i'm saying because they can't do it they've quit That's why when you tell people your dreams, they try to tell you bullshit because they quit. They're in their own personal hell. Why the hell would they, you know, cheer you on, right? Winning is a test with no uh, correct answers. Like, this means school gives you specific things to give you specific answers. All you got to do is memorize shit. Life is like, yo, as long as you can get here, that's all that matters. (laughs) Ain't no one or two roads to get here just like if i told you to come out to idaho there is no one two three five ways to get here there's infinite ways this is a matter of where do you want to go through how do you want to get here you want to walk fly ride a bike how many roads you want to take you want to get in some water and like you know (laughs) get here by water It, it doesn't matter how you get here there's many ways to get here it's up to you there's no one way next these two are great the next one he gives is Winning knows all your secrets. Winning knows all your secrets. Winning knows exactly what is going to make you stop. In fact, yesterday morning, I had a tough time getting up, man. My alarm was going off. I hit the snooze. I hit the snooze. And then at one point I said, get your ass up. Because right now your dreams are waiting on you and you are checked out. Get the fuck up. And my body was fighting it. My body was like, man, if you just chill here for a minute. You get some sleep. You'll get the much needed rest. And then my mind went into this. Well, if you get up at five o'clock, it was two in the morning. If you get up at five, you know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to be like three hours behind, bro. You ain't going to get shit done. You're going to have the kids running around. Fuck off. Then I got up. I said, fuck that. I don't know what I'm doing. 
Winning knows everything about me. Winning knows all the dark secrets too. The shit I'm not even going to tell y'all. And it uses it against you at the right time. It's a test. Winning is saying, you really want this shit? Let me test you with some hard ass shit. Let me see if you really want it. And it tests you at your weakest point. Because in order to win, you got to be motherfucking strong as shit. Mentally. It's not about physical, man. It's about mental strength. Are you able? And it's every day. It's relentless. That's why I talk about being relentless. That's why I talk about being tenacious. It's because if you're not tenacious and relentless for what you want, you will slip up that one time and lose everything. The next one says winning never lies. Yeah, it doesn't. Nobody gets lucky fucking winning. A few things might bounce your way, but somebody that's consistently winning is not fucking lucky. They found the formula. And that was my problem. I was trying to backdoor winning. If I win the lottery, what? <laughs> Stupid, man. Not even going to lie. I had an app on my phone that was a lottery app that said if it went over $100 million, it was time to play $10 of lottery tickets. Because, oh, if I won, I'd be a millionaire. Just, what? Mindset all still fucked up. Still thinking like a broke person. I'd just be a broke person with $100 million. Next one he put is, winning is not a marathon. It's a sprint with no finish line. Think about that, man. A sprint with no finish line. You just running fast as shit forever. That in itself deters a lot of people. That in itself deterred me because I was like, I don't know how to be an entrepreneur. And I almost got discouraged because I didn't know how to be an entrepreneur. But you know what kept me from running the same race the 98% was? In 2015, I was almost discouraged from becoming an entrepreneur. But what kept me from running that race was, was this one simple thing. I already know how to get a job. That's easy. I know how to do that. All these, you know, have a plan B. Okay, yeah, if I really wanted a plan B, yeah, I already know how to get a fucking job. Any dummy can get a job. And, and understand what I'm saying. If you know how to get a job and you've replete, uh, repeatedly gotten different jobs, you already know how to do that. Why are you scared that you won't get it? Because you won't get one paying you X amount of dollars? Man, go out there and try some different shit. Because if you're scared to try some different shit, <laughs> you, if you fail, you know you can get a job. So since I knew that, I'm like, well, let me do some different shit. Let me get a job, but then let me try this entrepreneur thing. And I just kept going as fast as I could. Still going. Last one is my best one. And he put this down. Winning is everything. I say winning is the only thing. Why do you think I start my podcast, The Authentic Daily Positivity, with you woke up, you're winning? It's another day you won. Let's go. When I say winning is the only thing, everything that I did, I didn't realize was for winning. I wanted it. And I didn't realize that the winning was getting the feel-good feeling I get from my result. That's why I broke it down into constructive and destructive winning, which I'm not going to get into basically saying destructive winning is doing bad shit for a long time, but you feel good, but it's destructive to you. Constructive is doing the good shit that you know you should be doing, but it's unsexy. Going to bed early, getting, you know, setting yourself up uh, to start the day the next morning, having a morning routine. That's constructive, man. Exercising, doing the right things, drinking water, making sure you do self-development. That's this, that's constructive. It's unsexy because it's not giving you instant results, but it's constructive because you can do that shit forever and it'll always make you a better person. When he said winning is everything, that means people need to learn how to make everything about winning. And I didn't know how to do that. Until I started in 2015. And when I started in 2015, I said, all right, I'm going to unlearn all the bullshit that I learned. And I'm going to start on this new path. 
And that's how I found Tim Grover, Andy Frisella, Gary V, Grant Cardone, um, you know, Lewis Howes, all of these guys in this space and so many more. Because I simply changed my mindset. So I want you to do the same. I want today's episode to literally change you. I want you to have heard these words. And if you made it to the end, good. Because here's what I want you to hear. Is that you have everything within you to be great. You don't need anyone to tell you to be great. You don't need anyone to motivate you to be great. You don't need anybody to verify or validate the fact that you can do what the fuck you want to do. It all starts in your head. And if you're willing to start there and continue forward. Every single fucking day, you will eventually see uh, shit manifest in front of you. I'm going to leave you with this. I spoke with someone during this podcast. This podcast lasts too long. It lasted longer than I wanted to. But while I was uh, talking to you guys, there was a guy that had texted me uh, through my um, cell phone number. And I want you to click the link in the description of this episode. It's a 213. It's a 208-213-2203. Text positive so you can get a daily text message from me, a daily positive message. But I want you to understand when when he texted me, I basically told him this. You got to think like snow. All your actions need to be like snow. Here's what I mean. Snowflakes are small. They're tiny. But falling consistently over a certain rate of speed, they can gather a trace of snow on the ground. That same snow falling consistently over time will gather inches. That same snow consistently falling will gather feet. And that same snow consistently falling can create an avalanche. The snow that's falling is your activity. If you just stay consistent with it, you will eventually get the avalanche. But most people want the avalanche. And snow does not just fall, you know, three feet out of the sky all at once. We'd all be dead if that happened. So you need to be like snow with everything that you do. Most people don't want to do little activities. And most people aren't fucking consistent. If you do what most people don't do, you will get where most people don't get. It's that simple. Make it simple. Make it easy. Go after what you want. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. Guys, I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share.